Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. Right when we thought this camp, even with its quarterback, this was going to be the same old boring fall camp, just the slow drag until Ole Miss kicks off the 2022 season. Brandon Dart flies in and saves the day. It's another edition of Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Bradley South, former Ole Miss offensive lineman, eight-year NFL vet. We got some drama with Ole Miss football. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's up, Ben? How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. I know you called me... Um... <laughs> pretty excited about today's pod it's uh it's uh, interesting stuff interesting stuff is, is that really what i sounded like i was giddy to talk about drama is that what it sounded like am i just a uh, gossip girl now <laughs> no i wouldn't say giddy i would say you know kind of excited hey brad guess what i heard no i didn't do any of that we're not doing <laughs> regina george mean girl stuff here brad let's not oversell it but brandon dart the father of jackson dart had some things to say in a sense-deleted tweet in regards to something that one of us media types wrote. First, let me say, this is hilarious. It's hilarious. For all the efforts of Lane Kiffin, what the kids can say or what the coaches can say, if the coaches can even talk to us, he doesn't open it up wide open for everybody to say their mind, to speak their mind, and for us to view everything, whatever. He closes things down. And we're all good with that. So Jackson Dart and Luke Altmaier, as you well know, are knee-deep in a heated quarterback competition, and Lane Kiffin was asked by John Sokoloff in a recent press briefing about the new culture of college football. And with Jackson Dart and his agreement with Realtree and transferring over, he's not recruited to sit necessarily the high-profile nature of the transfer from USC to Ole Miss and that month-long just recruiting circus that it was with him and Michael Trigg, the graphics, the trips, the tracking, where they're going, when they're arriving somewhere. He said none of that matters. And so, Jake, 
because, again, we have limited opportunities. He's got a job to do. And Jake Thompson wrote about it, my coworker at the Ole Miss Spirit at On3.com. And his headline was, Ole Miss quarterback decision will be based on production on the field, not recruiting hype. He did not address anyone in particular, but Brandon Dart took it as if he was taking a shot at his son, Jackson, the decorated transfer, former four-star, as was Luke Altmeyer, which Jake pointed out in the story. They were both four-star prospects. But that's where it all started, and Brandon was upset. First of all, did you see this until I brought it to your attention today? No, you brought it to my attention. I went to look for it, and it was deleted. So, um, But I did see what he said, and it um, he kind of generalized, like he put all of Ole Miss media in there, and I thought that was – he probably got a little – um, a little ahead of himself there, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit sensitive, <laughs> a little bit sensitive there. I mean, if that's if that is what made him tick, um, boy, he's um, he's in for a, he's in for a fun ride um, <laughs> at Ole Miss. So, um, yeah, I think that you know sometimes I mean I get it. I'm I'm a parent. I'm, I, I I have four kids. Some things I probably get a little too mad about or get a little too hyped about. Um, it happens. I'm sure he. He didn't mean anything by it. Um, he's probably got a little upset, and and uh, Jake certainly, I mean, didn't seem like it was that crazy of a um, of an article to get that mad. So I'm sure it'll all pass by. But definitely, <laughs> I definitely am a little worried about him though. If that's what makes him, if that was, if that's what makes him upset, ooh, good luck. See, but what it does is it allows us a peek inside what is an awkward dynamic created by the advent of the one-year penalty-free transfer. Now, the media had nothing to do with this. Jake Thompson had nothing to do with this. Jake Thompson, God love him, one of the sweetest dudes, he's harmless. He wasn't directing anything at Jackson Dart, didn't even list him by name. And again, he was quick to remind people or to note in the story, Luke Altmeyer was a highly recruited kid coming out of Starkville. He's a four-star prospect, almost got him over Florida State, and others pulled him out of the backyard of its in-state rival, Mississippi State. Here's what Brandon Dart said. Stop, he said on Twitter. If you do a little journalistic research, it's easy to see Jackson and Jackson Dart is not about hype. Nobody knew he existed until the senior season. You can spin it all you want. All he does is produce. Kid works his ass off and is a gamer. The disrespect from Ole Miss football media is nauseating. First, me and Brad have been saying, regardless of the battle or how long it lasts, into the season, whatever, Jackson Dart's going to be the quarterback. And we've detailed numerous times why we believe that, including Brad being effusive in his praise as a potential quarterback in the SEC and what he could be as an NFL prospect over Luke Altmaier, to the detriment of Luke Altmaier. Luke Altmaier had a similar reaction when we had SEC Media Day, or not SEC Media, Ole Miss Media Day. And what we do at Ole Miss Media Day is after Lane Kiffin does his introductory press conference for the start of practices, fall camp, we all get herded over to the Manning Center Grill at 1810. And there's a bunch of players at all different tables, their own tables, so you can go talk to them individually. And Luke Altmaier, he was upset, and he had some things to say. And he spoke about how it was a media creation, this whole Luke Altmaier, Jackson Dart, Jackson Dart getting the hype, Luke Altmaier is in an uphill battle, all this kind of stuff. And I said it then, I say it now to Brandon Dart, this is all projection and misplaced frustration and anger with a situation that was created by what college football is now. They can't express their frustration with Lane Kiffin, who did the right thing in finding viable competition for Luke Altmaier. You don't hand Luke Altmaier the job. He did his job. But it is frustrating because if you're Jackson Dart, you got a big deal from Realtree. You're coming over from USC. You started games at USC. You're a good quarterback. But it wasn't going to be given to you. It isn't given to you now. 
Same thing with Luke Altmyer. Yeah, you performed well in the Sugar Bowl. You're a four-star prospect, former four-star prospect, the backup to Matt Crow. It's not going to be handed to you. Both of them frustrated. And it's easy in this day and age to use the media as a boogeyman. It's lazy because they're really frustrated by the situation itself. This is what now has been created with the portal. You can go get players of equal, if not better, potential to go against assumed starters. You're always recruiting to replace guys on your current roster, but they cannot blame Lane Kiffin in public. They can't blame the situation and uh, Jackson having a pretty underwhelming spring because of turnovers and newness, which is all a normal human thing. I don't blame anybody for this situation. Brandon Dart, Jake Thompson, anybody, not even Lane Kiffin. I mean, th this is what he was supposed to do. He is the protector and preserver, I guess, of this program. So he had to go get a Jackson Dart, or whoever it might be to compete with Luke Altmaier. We just got to get past the frustration and understand that this is football. Jake wasn't doing anything. And, Brandon, the games are coming quickly. No one's out to get anybody here, especially Jake. I'm not out to get Luke Altmaier. You're not out to get Luke Altmaier. We just want to see the best man win. And I think this has kind of been a situation that's created, but it also shows what we're in now with college football, right? I mean, this is what – these are real human beings, and we can talk about, oh, Jackson Dorth, the recruiting so-and-so. Well, there's also Luke Altmaier during that recruitment, sitting back in his apartment going, God, they're going after this high-profile kid who's tweeting out graphics and recruiting stuff on Twitter and is really like a national story every other day. His movement, every movement being tracked. And it's all fun and games for Brandon Dart when that's happening in recruiting. But now that you're in the sauce, you want to be upset? It's a frustrating situation. And both guys desperately want one thing, to be the starting quarterback at Ole Miss. All anybody that's covering this or following this as a fan wants is for the best man to win for Ole Miss to win football games. But thank you, Brandon, for bringing some drama to fall camp because this actually shows what these guys are dealing with. And it's fascinating, far more interesting than, yeah, man, I got bigger, faster, and stronger over the offseason. Now, this actually matters because these guys are dealing with real-life things, and frustration is very human emotion. And I'm glad to see that, hey, look, man, they feel things too. We need to accept that what we say and what we do and, and how we look at things, how we view things, has a real impact on human beings. Sometimes you forget that. This has become a very impersonal thing as college football. Yeah, it's always best just to let it play out on the field, man. I mean, you know, nobody has is out to get Jackson Dart. I would say we've probably hyped him up a ton. I mean, we've we've been all over this kid from day one. I know I have. I, I think he's I think he's gonna be a hell of a player. I mean, I've been saying it all along. Um, Brad, you know, even, I, you've been even dismissing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, if, Luke if anything, I feel like Luke Altmaier should not um, <laughs> care for me so much, but. Um, yeah, I just think this is one of those things, man. I'm hopefully somebody told him, Hey, you got to chill, like let it play out on the field. Understand, you know, you're the dad, but you know, don't try not to be that dad. You know what I mean? Let it, let it, let it play out. Um, you know, let him go out there and do his talking on the field. Um, nobody, nobody wants Jackson Dart to do better than the Ole Miss fan base. And whenever he does go in there and dominate and do well, he'll see his dad will see there's nothing you know, there's nothing better than being an Ole Miss quarterback. They are, they're literally, um, you know, taken care of better than, than, than anybody I've, uh, I've seen, you know, in, in any sport. So, um, he just got to let it play out. He probably got a little, a little mad, you know, get a little sensitive reading some stuff. You know, my dad had the same issue and there's a lot of dads out there that have this issue. You know, they have kids that they love and, um, you know, I have kids as well. So do you, and, you know, you don't know until you, until you see, see stuff being printed about them, but, you know, he's going to be an SEC quarterback. Um, how do you, what do you think they're going to say when he throws four interceptions in a game? You know, Matt Corral went through that. Um, you know, it's tough, but at the end of the day, he came back and battled back. You know, you just got to – you know, it is. It comes with the territory, man. When you are a SEC player, you got to accept some um, 
and you got to accept accept some tough love. So um, the, it'll pass. He'll he'll be fine. He'll be he'll, fine. he'll be fine. He's a he'll great be a great player. he'll be a great quarterback here and and nothing um not a whole lot more will be said about it so and look I'm not trying to run down the Ole Miss media but he called out the Ole Miss media I got to defend my fellow Ole Miss media guys let's be real all right we're not a very hard media group we're not the no. New York media group you've been around us media people man we haven't really changed when Brad was one of the players and was getting criticized for this that and the other. He was talking to me. He was talking to Chuck. He was talking to Neil to Chase. I mean, we haven't changed. We're not a particularly hard group. We're pretty fair. We just honestly want to do the job well. And Jake, I love the guy to death. He did nothing in any way to slight Jackson Dart. Didn't even he wasn't naming him. He was literally writing a story off of a direct quote from Lane Kiffin. But I get where Brandon Dart is coming from because he's a human being and is a dad. I'm gonna tell you this right now. With everything his son's been going through, if one of my daughters went through that same kind of high-profile recruitment and just months-long battle, the whole everything they do, what they're doing off the field, on the foot, it's always part of the, quote, competition. If he was going or she was going through that very high-profile thing like Jackson, I would get frustrated to it. What I thought was even the slightest slight of my kid. I get that completely. I'm a dad, too. However, this is more misplaced or displaced anger and frustration with what is – a unique situation in college football. And this isn't going to be the last time this happens. It won't be the last time a high-profile transfer is frustrated because they come in with all these guarantees. I mean, it's all fun in games when Jackson's spending a month, month and a half tweeting out every graphic and saying, hey, Ole Miss fans, what do you think of this? Hey, BYU fans, what do you think of this? Oklahoma fans, what's going on? It's all fun in games when you're getting hyped up that way or when me and Brad are talking about Jackson Dart's going to be the starting quarterback. you got to take the good with the bad. And at the end of the day, this is not going to be the last time this happens because there's going to be a signee, whoever it might be, that signs a huge deal with an NIL partner, comes to a new school with the expectation that they get handed a job. And considering the resources and everything a school puts into bringing in that player from another school, the comparable if not better school, there's going to be the expectation that they're going to start. Do you think Jordan Addison didn't expect to leave Pittsburgh to start at USC? Same thing with pick your school, Jameer Gibbs from Georgia Tech to Alabama, Jermaine Burton from Georgia to Alabama, Michael Trigg from USC to Ole Miss. And Michael Trigg right now is behind Casey Kelly at tight end. But that stuff works itself out, and blending that part of the family is really hard. But here's what, exactly what Lane Kiffin said, and this is what Jake was writing about. You were talking about with uh, the QBs, uh, Jackson and Luke, how they're both some do some good things, bad things, and it seems like it's pretty close between the two. If they like remain close, like when the season was approaching, do you think the fact that Jackson was a, a big splash transfer portal addition would that play any of a role into? a tie-breaking vote for him to start just to impact the transfer portal for the future? Just so, like, if you wanted to get a QB in the future, a guy would be like, oh, if I go to Ole Miss, I'll actually play there, you know? Yeah, that's a fair question. Um, that, that absolutely would have nothing to do with how we play players here. And we've got tons of examples over time. We don't care how many stars you are, where you're from, whether you're from the state, whether you're not. I mean... When I got here, everybody wanted – I was dumb for playing the other quarterback. So, you know, we, we don't look at anything that way. So, it doesn't matter where he came from or whether he played or how many stars he is. We'll have nothing to do with whether he plays. But fair question. No malice intended from Jake Thompson. But it does give you and me something to talk about because it gives you a peek inside what is a very frustrating and high-tempered or 
Maybe the emotions are running high. No one knows for sure what's happening, right, except for Lane Kiffin. I don't think we've got a good read on who the quarterback's going to be two weeks in. I don't think we're going to have a good read on who the quarterback's going to be in September. Yeah, well, this this very reason is why I got rid of my Twitter and why a lot of people should stay off of that. Um, you know, just in speaking at that point, um, you know, just it, you think this is what everybody's saying or what people are saying. You know, he's probably, you know, they're reading too much about, you know, the process and all that. When the, when the majority of people don't even pay attention to that and they're just old Miss fans that, that actually love the kid and are rooting for him. Everybody's um, rooting for him. But also, if you're one of those people that aren't at the Old Miss Spirit and checking us out and subscribing, please do the Old Miss Spirit right now. You can get a month for a dollar or a year for 10. So sign up anyway. Sorry. That's the very reason is the, is the reason I, I I got rid of Twitter a long time ago. Because um, you start seeing what people say and you start, um, you know, buying into to all the all the talk and you feel like you, you start thinking that's what everybody thinks about you or you start forming opinions based off of what you know some random people say on twitter so um you know it's it, it's just not it's not a good thing it's not a good thing for for college football it's not a good thing for for kids to be looking on there and at the end of the day most fans i would say 95 percent of the fans are, are supporting both these guys and just want them to be to be good players so um, you know, dad, welcome to the SEC. Um, if that, if that makes you tick, it's going to be a fun ride. Yeah. Just wait till you say something after a South Carolina loss and you have to live with it even after you're retired. Yeah. I still get people that, that talk crap about me. I'm like, how many more years did you want me to play to, to prove that I could play football? I mean, oh. there's, there's, it is, it is what it is. Like you just, you got to shut it out and you got to just laugh it off. Um, it, it it just is what it is, man. It just if he's gonna sit on there and be like that, which if you look at his Twitter, he is kind of he is pretty pretty pumped up about his kid and pretty outspoken, which that's how kind of how I am with my daughter. So, oh, Brad, um, you think your daughter is like the next big thing in softball, which is what you're I supposed did. to do as a dad. That's what you're supposed I do. to do. I do, and, and, I, and I'm not gonna say this is why I'm not knocking his dad because I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what I'm gonna do when I when I get there and um. You know, maybe maybe certain stuff does make you tick, but I just didn't think that was a a make me tick moment. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I've I listen, and I can speak on this because I've played a lot of football and I've been a lot. I've seen a lot of crap talk about a lot of people. Um, that I mean, that's petty. There's not there's nothing there that 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 should make you mad because at the end of the day, you got to be careful talking too early. You know, you still got to go out on the field and play. And that's with both guys. Like, you know, Luke Altmaier's not saying a whole lot. His family's not going. I mean, I have literally. You know, not talking bad about Luke, but you know, I've I've got my opinion on him, and you know, his family's not out there going at people. And whenever Luke goes out there and balls out, or wear that Altmaier jersey, and you know, give his dad a hug and support support the kid. So, um, you know, it is what it is. You can't can't be so sensitive. This is what we do. We have to analyze. We have to break news, and we broke the news that Jackson Dart was committing to Ole Miss. And then when it happens, that's all great and dandy. And now he's in a competition, and it's frustrating. I get it, but Luke Altmaier's mad too. So if you're frustrated, I get it, but it's misplaced frustration. I also get that you can't say anything about Lane Kiffin, but I do know this. If the recent results are any kind of indication on the practice field, because Ole Miss is in, its sec- is in its second week of fall camp practices, we're nowhere close to naming a quarterback here, Brad. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't look like it. And I think, and like I said earlier, I think of the podcast earlier this week was, Let's let this, you know, it, this thing may carry over into the season to kind of see, you know, which one, how they respond in a game. You know, how how does it look when it's, you know, it's not scripted plays. 
not a practice head. Which one is the gamer? You know, Dart's dad says he is a gamer. Uh, my dad thought I was a gamer as well. Everybody's dad thinks they're a gamer. Um, but you know, let's see what happens when you get in the game. You know, let, let's see him. Let's see him ball out. You know, versus versus an SEC team. Let's let's let this thing play itself out. Um, they're both young kids. Um, I think they're both you know decently recruited kids. Let's let's let it play out on the field. And I think it may roll into that. Um, and even if, like I said, even if Kiffin names a starter, um, you know, it's not like it's, you know, I think the leash is going to be rather short, um, you know, and I think that, that both both guys will get to play quite a bit early. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, review, talk of champions in iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. It doesn't matter what you say. As long as it's five stars, this podcast can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Just simply search Talk of Champions. And Talk of Champions is brought to you in part by Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional is of the utmost importance, and that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And tell them that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. Your Ole Miss baseball rebels are national champions. Yes, that really happened. Your eyes did not deceive you. And what better way to celebrate since we all spent way too much money getting to and back home from Omaha than with a new car. Well, the only place to buy a car in Oxford, Mississippi is Allen Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. From new and used sales to parts and service, Allen Samuels of Oxford aims to provide a truly stellar automotive experience. And what separates Allen Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from every other dealership is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. They'll get you in the car you want at a price point that you can afford. Give them a call today, 662-234-8000. Ask Brian or Mason to tell them talk of champions sent you because now talk of champions actually makes sense almost baseball won a national championship and they'll get you in your dream car with your almost omaha magnet planted right there on the driver's side door they're located at 2201 east university avenue in oxford that's 2201 east university avenue that's just past kroger contact them today 662-234-8000 that's alan samuels chrysler dodge jeep ram of oxford a proud sponsor of the national champion Talk of Champions podcast. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. The sun's a shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove, beer showers. It's just the very best time for an Ole Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Eufy Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. 
Installation requires only a screwdriver. So ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your home as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen lighted up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tecovis store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The disrespect from the Ole Miss media, Ole Miss football media. Man, I didn't know we had that kind of power, that kind of sway. I didn't know. If I'd have known, I have so many things I could have directed that power towards as far as Ole Miss goes. Ole Miss, Ole Miss football media, like, I mean, that's not – that's like almost saying that within the building. You know, it hurts. It hurts because that means he hasn't listened to this podcast because we have been – we have been the co-captains of the Jackson Dart hype train since the kid even floated the possibility of coming to Ole Miss. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to try my best to reach out and see if I can get him on here. Now that, that will be awesome because I sympathize with his plight. I also want to kind of let him know that, hey, man, there's no disrespect. Everybody just wants the best man to win. And well, we thank I'm, you and I. I'm like all on the deck, Jackson Dart train. Like, come on, guy. I know. Like, that's I'm what not... I'm saying. When I saw disrespect from the Ole Miss football media, I'm like, wait. Brandon Dart hasn't listened to Talk of Champions. That's all I could think of. Dead I've gun. seen I've seen what it looks like. He got the it. Now he's got to go out there and put it on the field. and Put it on the field. And control the it, you know what I mean. You gotta gotta go out there and perform it. He's got the shoot. He's got the damn look and the and all the all the tools. I mean, I've seen a million guys have the look and tools. It's a matter of can he get out there and and play the game. You know, be be a baller. You know, you can only coach so much. You can only get in the lines. Coach can only draw so many lines. It's up to you to kind of get within there and make it your own. So um, that's that's what we're hoping what happens with him. Why are you so bullish as far as your opinion, very stubborn opinion, that Jackson Dart is better than Luke Altmaier? I, I don't I just, know. I'm I not a town about I, I just, I, think I just see the the overall athleticism and the release. The, I mean, it's it's there, man. Like I, I mean, I've been in the huddle with. I mean, who was my first quarterback? Andrew Luck, Carson Palmer, Russell Wilson. Like, I kind of know what it looks like. Um, he he looks like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's got that. He's got that real athletic um, – he can run a little bit. He's got a real live arm. He's got the size. He's got the build. <clears throat> That's just what it looks like to me. I mean, 
no no knock on Luke. He's just going to be a different st- style of guy. Reminds me of like a Drew Stanton. You know, Drew Stanton was good enough to get in there and win you some games. Looked great. I mean, literally, he, he let us down the field multiple times. But you knew when Carson was in there, it was on. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that. that. That's just what I see. I mean, I could be wrong. Hell, I hope Luke wins the Heisman, honestly. Um, yeah, and I will wear his jersey if he ends up being the starter and be, and be a good uh, good quarterback. But yes. you know, I just I just know what I'm with looking a Kool Aid undershirt. <laughs> I just know what I'm looking at, man. This kid is is he's got the he's got what it's supposed to look like. So um, let's just see him put it on the field, and um, you know, you got to do it. You know, it's as simple as going out there and performing. You know, I've seen a lot of guys that, that look the part, so he looks it to me. Yeah. Now, David Johnson has been more on the Luke Altmyers look better. He's been objective in that way. You know, you've had uh, others say Luke. Talk of Champions has been a safe place for Jackson Dart. <laughs> been a very safe place. Man, I just, I don't know, man. I, I, I'd love to – we need to get David on here so we can see what he's seeing that I'm not seeing because I just – I don't know, man. I, it, it See, you can you can coach the, like, like being a little bit smarter, making better decisions. You can really hone that in. You've seen it with Matt Corral. Like Matt was was I mean, dude was a turnover machine. Like when he got in the game, I trembled when he was when he was young. But you didn't but what, see it at first, is what you said, or did with you? Ma- with it? Matt, no, Matt has always had a crazy good arm. Um, body wise, okay, not not anything crazy. Um, but you always saw, hey, this dude can sling it. I mean, remember when he came? Remember when he was rotating with JRP in that state game? And it was obvious every third down he was coming in, and he was just freaking cl- completing all these crazy passes. Uh, you saw the arm talent, but I mean, dude would take a snap, fumble it everywhere, throw throw an interception off his back. I mean, it's just crazy. But guess what? That got coached up. That can get coached up. That kind of stuff can get coached up easy. What what can't get coached is that is that um, God given ability, and to have the the mechanics and the and the, the live arm, the real athletic release that he has. I mean, that's just that's just tough. I mean, that's 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 a that's a hard thing to coach up, you know. Um, but he got it. No one's out to get you guys. I promise. Luke Jackson, when no one's out to get you. The Dude, just, shut media, up, just shut up and do it on the field. Like, period. That's what it's always league about. Or, I mean, it's always going to be about that. It doesn't matter what's been said. Shut the shut the heck up and do it on the freaking field. Like, I don't care what anybody's dad says. I don't care what anybody says. Get your ass out there and do it on the field, and everybody will respect you. Period. That's the Bradley Sal I know and love. You know what we haven't done in a long time? A Brad's big thing. Let's do a Brad's big thing. We're going three. One, two, three. Let's go. Brad's big thing. We haven't done a Brad's big. We haven't done a Brad's big thing in so long. I don't even know what it's going to be about, but two weeks into fall camp, it doesn't necessarily have to be the drama. The drama with the Ole Miss quarterbacks. It can be whatever you want it to be. Brad's big thing about Ole Miss football today, August 11, 2022. What is it? No, my big thing is going to piggyback off the quarterback drama. I am going up there this weekend. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna settle. I'm gonna create. I have an opinion on both guys based off what I've seen live um, in the spring. I'm about to go and create a whole new opinion. Um, I'm gonna see where I'm at. Um, you know, you know, evaluation, evaluation wise. I'm gonna try to get out there for that practice this weekend and. Um, go out there and I'm, I'm going to have a whole new – I may have a whole new opinion. I don't know. I, I just know what I've seen early on. Um, I'm excited to go out there and try to see these guys live. And I'm going I'm to – my thing for this week, by Monday or by Sunday, I should have a whole new um, where I think this this actual quarterback battle is in my mind, which my mind means nothing. I'm just a, a former wash-up talking. But 
in my mind, I'll tell you where I think it actually is. Ooh, what a tease on Monday. Bradley Sal is going to have a full breakdown of the Ole Miss quarterbacks and what he has seen. What are you looking for, though? When you step out there, everyone goes, okay, he completed a 60-yard pass. That was awesome. But in those plays where you don't complete it, maybe you still do something good. You evade pressure, whatever it might be. When you're watching these quarterbacks on Saturday, what are you looking for specifically? I just want to see how they look in in the huddle, how how it how the team responds to them being in there, um, you know where their eyes are. Because I can look at a play and I can tell you how the play is designed and, and what, especially versus what defense that, that the defense run. Did he take what was given to him, or did he, did he force a, a goofy throw into into a bad zone coverage, or a, or um, you know, or did did he not take the one on one outside with man coverage? So I'll be looking at little stuff like that. I'll I'll know based off of um you know where his eyes go or where each guy's eyes go within the play whether whether or not they're they know what they're doing if they're just out there um you know taking a snap and and hoping it works out any other players not necessarily quarterbacks any other players you're going to be keeping an eye on this Saturday when Ole Miss scrimmages and the time yeah. has been confirmed for 11:30 hold on 11:30 a.m. and it's open to the public and the media um I'll I'll evaluate it. I'll watch, you know, most of it, but I'm going to watch these two guys cuz I'm sick of hearing about the battle and and who's what. I'm actually going to look at it and see what what I think that that um that they're actually thinking. I'll be to tell based off of, you know, certain reps and stuff as well if if they um you know what they're thinking quarterback wise, but um yeah, it'll be interesting to see, man. I just want to check those two guys out. I, I want to see the defense a little bit too cuz I, I don't feel like I don't feel like I watch them as hard. Um, just because the offense replaced so much. Um, yeah, I want to check out that defense. I'm pretty excited to see that as well. I thought you were going to be like, oh, Michael Trigg, nobody that you've been talking about. Since uh, I already already know what Trigg is. Trigg's 25 pounds away from being a, a top three-round pick, and, um, you know, his athleticism is ridiculous. I mean, I saw enough in the spring to say, hey, this kid's two years away from being a really, really, you know, close to like a Pitts-type player. You can't throw out a Kyle Pitts comp and just leave it out there in the air. I mean, he's got the same frame. I mean, Kyle, what was Kyle Pitts like at first? I'm sure he wasn't how he was at the end. But, I mean, yeah, he's got that that frame and that that um, type of athleticism. I mean, look at him catching the ball, dude. In the spring, he made a few catches that I was like, all right, those are those are next-level type of catches with guys all over him. So, um, it's just a matter of if he wants it. And, you know, I don't, I don't know the kid at all. I, you know, I don't know what his mindset's like, but if he wants it, um, he's got that that crazy ceiling. Aiden Williams, four-star wide receiver, prospect for 2023, is committing on August 21st, and it looks like Ole Miss is in the driver's seat for him. Do you know anything about Aiden Williams? I have not watched him yet. I, I will. I'll take a look at him, and I'll I'll tell you what I think. I'll give that's you. That's the guy. That's Ole Miss's top wide receiver target. Well, I'm sure if he is, he has got blazing speed because that is what Lane and the and the crew really like. So, if I had to guess, he's a blazer. What do you think they need more than anything in recruiting this year? Uh, you got to keep. Got to get some more linemen for sure. But you know it's hard to say what they need because you got the portal. It's like, man, I could go out and get whatever you know, whatever's available, kind of. So, um, you know, if you, I think you keep keep hitting that linebacker. Probably gonna need some need some guys there as well. Um, you know, keep just keep getting a ton of a ton of talent on offense, speed on offense. You can't you can never have enough speed on offense and enough O linemen. So um, that seems to be what they're what they're going after. But I, I like where we are, man. I think we got a bunch of talent. If we keep adding to this, it could be a a pretty um pretty special special group. If you could add one impact transfer to this Ole Miss roster right now, what position would you address? 
Um, I would probably do, I'd probably do like some kind of, you know, chance Campbell type linebacker or some defensive end that can really, really get after the quarterback, Sam Williams or, or, um, or chance Campbell type of type of player. Some guy that's going to fly around on defense and make plays like you knew chance Campbell as soon as he got here, you're like, okay, yeah. Super impact, hard working guy like that kind of guy. That's, that's one thing on defense is going to be tough, man. You had three guys that, that were sideline to sideline better than I've seen at Ole Miss in a long time since probably P. Willie and Rory Johnson. Not, I don't know if they're that caliber player, but the, the way they, the way Mark Robinson, Chance Campbell and Sam Williams covered the field, you know, really track guys down sideline to sideline was something that we haven't had in a long time on, on, at Ole Miss. And it was, um, it was eye popping. I like those kind of guys. Do you think that's the bigger need than going and getting Caleb Williams to compete with Jackson Dart and Luke Almar? You think the quarterbacks are going to be fine? Whoever is decided upon, you want to address defense. Yeah, for this year, we're fine. Um, both these guys were high, decently recruited. We got enough talent around them to win. You know, if if the, neither of these guys, these guys end up being average, and yeah, I mean, you're going to hope um, you hope you're going to, going to get somebody else to come in and, and compete with them. But, you know, I think you, both these guys are really redshirt freshmen, right? I mean, both of them are – they have a long, lot of football left to play. Um, I think I think one of these guys are going to emerge as the Ole Miss starter. I think Ole Miss uh, is loaded up at defensive line and defensive back, but I would still, like you said, go get that dude at edge. Give me a really good edge. Yeah, give me a – dude, that's what I'm saying. The Sam Williams types, they just make it really tough on you. Like, you got a middle linebacker that can cover side to side. You got Sam Williams flush in the pocket all the time. Like that was that was tough, man. I mean, and our defense wasn't world beaters up until probably the end of the year where they got really good. But um, you know, it's always good to have that guy, man. It's just it makes you have to plan for him and it, it kind of messes up the opposing offense. If I could go pick like one player off of a roster, it'd be Will Anderson from Alabama. And I wouldn't even think twice. Uh, yeah. No? He's old though. Any older? Is he still there? He's, he's a junior. He's a junior. It's his junior year. He's been starting since right. or since he was a true freshman. He must have been, dang. Yeah, he's. I feel like he's been there forever. Maybe it's just we're all runs together. Every Alabama has a yeah. first round yeah. guy every time. They have the next Will Anderson the next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a Will Anderson. He's just a red shirt right now. There's yeah. another one coming. There's up. another one. There's going to be another one coming. Yeah. Bought and paid for pre um, pre nil. So Jordan Addison would be tempting. Eli Ricks would be tempting, but I would go with Will Anderson. He's the best edge in the country. Yeah. Didn't he have like a knee problem though or something? Yeah, but he's good now. What's crazy is these Alabama guys, everyone I've ever played with is like they seem like they're 10 years older than they actually are. And they're just like – they're just so accomplished. It's like they're walking around with three championships. Like it's almost like they almost show up like a veteran that's won a few Super Bowls. And it's like they're just like they're – it's like they're way older and it's like they're beat to crown. It's weird, man. Like – Alabama guys don't seem very fresh when they come to the league. Meanwhile, Ole Miss guys go to the league and you start as an Ole Miss fan going, wait a second, they had DK and AJ and Dawson Knox. Look what they're doing in the NFL now. Why couldn't they have done that at Ole Miss? It's getting better than it used to be, but, yeah, you see that a lot. Because it's hard to string those guys. See, what Alabama and Georgia does is they string those guys together. They have a bunch of them at the same time. We're like we had those guys, but like we probably didn't have a defense or something. I mean, like like they had. They well, they didn't have a defense. defense. It was the Westy McGriff defense, but also Phil yeah. Longo still has not located Dawson Knox on the field to give him a touchdown. Alabama's sending seven players in the first round a year, whereas like we get we get some first rounders, some high picks, but it's like okay, this guy played in 2010, the other guy played in 2015. Like now they're doing seven a year, meaning meaning at one point you have like 15. Or twenty first rounders on the freaking field at once. Like that's a that's a game changer. Well, I want to wrap it up with who won the week. 
Win on three. One, two, three. Let's go. Who won the week? Did it last week with David Johnson. We'll do it this week with Bradley Sal. Who won the week? Which player through this week of fall camp practices has won the week either through drawing headlines or his play, whatever? I think it's Jackson Dart. Because again, <laughs> we were repeating ourselves with some things, and now we got some drama in fall camp. So Jackson Dart, hey, you're pulling some headlines, man. We're talking about the quarterback battle in a much different way today. Good for you. Or did Luke Altmeyer win the week? Because Ooh. he's quiet. He's a quiet assassin in the bushes and we got some some unraveling some sensitivity going on and luke's just showing up nobody's saying a word and and playing some ball what's making you sense what's making them sensitive i don't know i don't know we'll see this weekend oh, i know what's making them sensitive they're competing for a job that lane kiffin as he should have done responsibly did a competition that's very heated uh between good two good players it happens it's gonna happen even more and we're gonna be here to cover it because we're the big bad old miss media <laughs> here we are all right that's it this has been talk of champions i'm ben garrett at spirit been on twitter he's bradley south former old miss offensive lineman eight-year nfl vet all right so on monday you're gonna be back with a full-on bradley south breakdown of jackson dart and luke Almer and where this thing really stands yeah i'm gonna go up there i'm gonna make me i'm gonna make that practice and um i'm gonna see what i think i'm gonna, see what right. I think. I, I'm gonna be honest I'm always honest now because I have no skin in this game. I don't care what kid's good. I don't care what kid does what. I'm just going to tell you what I really think. And, um, you know, I, I, I root for all of them. But, you know, there's a truth in every in every player. And, um, you know, it's you are what you are. I'm trying to think, have we always rooted for everybody? There's got to be a shithead in there one or, once or twice. No, I pretty much root for everybody. I just, I just try to be pretty honest. Like, that you get a lot of people out there that are that are way off the mark on players, and it's just like, come on, man! Like, I didn't really root for Reggie Buckner. I don't. I mean, I don't basketball. I just show up. I mean, it's it's a nice place to go sit and watch a game. Man, have you not been watching what Ole Miss basketball recruiting's been like? They're popping off. Come on, man! Come on, I love me some Ole Miss. I love some Ole Miss basketball games, but I don't follow. I, I follow them the day the day of the game. Yeah, I know. And That's you don't even it. follow when they're playing Arkansas Pine Bluff in November. You don't hang around or start texting me till February. <laughs> but hey, I do get into an SEC play. And I always go to basketball. I go to basketball games, not as much as baseball, but I'm a good five to ten basketball games a year, though. though. That's Believe not bad. That's better than I think most casual fans. Yeah, no, but but I watch and listen to them all. Now, now that that's you get as frustrated with basketball as you do baseball and football. I, did, I I feel like I liked I liked basketball a lot when I was there because I know a couple of guys and then I liked it growing up a little more probably because you had know, the Provine Posse and all those guys that were it kind of drew you in but man we just hadn't really had like that exciting player I feel like I did oh Marshall I, Henderson Steph I know no I followed them I followed them I followed them we had the exciting player I'm just saying here as of late that's why Ruffin Terrence Davis that's it was Terrence Davis was not exciting he's in he the a, NBA. He was a really good athlete, dude. He was not that exciting at Ole Miss. He was not that exciting. He was not. He was not a Chris tournament. Their last NCAA tournament. I'm talking about just from sheer excitement. Terrence Davis wasn't out there taking over games and stuff. Like he was a great player at Ole Miss, but he was Deshaun not. Ruffin will be that for you. Yeah, Ruffin. Now Ruffin does that for me a little bit. I'm, you did get excited him, about him last year. I'm like, know? dude, here we go. And morale, morale's got that potential. Morale, too, but, you'll get there. Morale, uh, Matthew Morale. He's an NBA. Morale, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Right. Um, anyways, and, and so, who I thought he was supposed to transfer. Somebody I thought was he not supposed to transfer the season? Or I he, never said or, that ever. I, I didn't say you said that. Why are you assuming that I said you said that? I don't know. Brandon Dart assumed that we were attacking Jackson. 
Make yeah, it just clear. Assume, yeah, just keep assuming, man. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep things pretty clean. All right, well, you have homework. Your first homework, give me a full breakdown on Monday from Saturday scrimmage and two, get Brandon Dart on the pod. All right, I'll see if I can get um get the darties on here. Bye, buddy. All right, dude. See you. Howdy, toddy. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.